If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, it's my favorite time of year. Should be your favorite time of year. It's Thanksgiving. It's the Monday before. Me and Kev are down here banging out the Since the Sandbox content for the week. And this one's really special to us because we all know how much all of us football fans love Thanksgiving. We love to sit down with our family, eat some great food, and, you know, you know, just enjoy enjoy some football, whether that's fantasy. You got a couple, two, three parlays in there. I know I certainly do, and we'll talk about that. But before we dive into the episode, just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody that participated in our community can drive. Guys, the results are close to 1,300 once I finish the can count later on. I will let you guys know on social media, so make sure you follow along. Thank you to everybody that helped out. Just want to give two special shout-outs while I was going around collecting cans this weekend. I thought this was pretty cool, so I just wanted to share it. All the way from Arizona. Jim Zicardo donated $50 to put towards our can drive. Shout out to Jim Zicardo, good Shout friend Jim. of the Triplets, good friend of the show. Jim, looking forward to meeting with you soon. And I will say also, shout out to the Noonan brothers. Mike works closely with Owen Noonan, good friends from back at MC. And th- they were telling me the other day, they are like, dude, you know Owen, right? I was like, yeah, of course I know Owen. Well, his brother loves Since the Sandbox. He's up in his room. Instead of playing music, he's playing the Since the Sandbox fantasy rankings because he doesn't know who to start. So the Noonan family and Jim, make sure to see us soon. We got some merch for you guys. We appreciate that. But we're going to get started. And with our Thanksgiving episode, we're going to do something a little different. We have a preview of the games, but we also have some trivia and some questions. Kev, no cheating at the answers. Uh And and we'll dive right in. Mm -hmm. So guys, we have some Thanksgiving trivia going on during our NFL Thanksgiving preview and questions. So make sure you guys tune in to hear everything. But Kev, we're going to start back in 2012. What a year 2012 was, Kev. We're going to party like like it's 2012. You know that song? That was a bump back in the day. So the Jets played the Patriots on Thanksgiving Day in 2012. Okay. The Pats won this game 49-19. to All right, all right, all right. But more importantly, what was the famous quote created this day? Ah. The famous football quote. I'm kind of ashamed because not only do I know, do I not know this? I have no idea. Um, can I give but I'm you a hint? To think, yeah, you can get cool, cool. I'll take a hint. Mark Sanchez. It wasn't. This wasn't the Buffalo. It was, it was the, the Buffalo game. Oh, it was. <laughs> Yo, why? I think that was a playoff game that happened. I don't so know. So that the was. Pats and the Jets were even play each other in the playoffs. But that was the, the butt game. fumble. Pretty funny. Wow. You guys can can debate whether it's a quote or not, but the butt fumble is a staple in NFL history. So we had that little trivia going. Kev, this one's multiple choice, so okay. it might be a little bit easier right. for you. Who has the most all-time passing yards on Thanksgiving? A, Troy Aikman. B, Tony Romo. Or C, Matthew Stafford. Ah, I was waiting for it. I, I It's C. It's going it to be C. It's going to be C. It is. Hey, I was getting scared because I was worried you weren't going to say Matt Stafford, and I had that. As soon as you asked the question, I had it locked in. I didn't even have yep. to hear it. It is Matthew Stafford. So here are the results. Matthew Stafford with 2,705 passing Ooh. yards. Tony Romo with 2,338 passing yards. And Troy Aikman with 2,174 passing yards. Very surprising. Now, this is one I know you ain't getting, Kev, because – you ain't you ain't for that receiver life, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Who has the most receiving yards on Thanksgiving? A. Calvin Johnson. B. Herman Moore. Kev, you even know who Herman Moore is? Nope. <laughs> That's ridiculous. C. Michael Irvin. Or D. Jason Witten. Alright, so my hot wants to tell me it's Megatron, but I feel like that's too easy given that the first answer was Matt Stafford. So, um, you have 10 seconds. And ten, then, who, who did you say? The, Jason Wynn? Jason Wynn's a tight end, Jason so I feel like, feel like it's going to come down to Michael Irvin and, and whoever Herman Moore is. I can't believe you don't know And Herman since Moore. I don't know who Herman Moore is, I'm just going to go with him. <laughs> So Herman Moore actually has the second most. Uh, Herman Moore was a wide receiver for the Lions. Don't tell me it was Megatron. No, it was Jason Witten. Really? <laughs> Jason Witten. The tight end. That yes. surprises me. Shout out Jason Witten. Shout out Jay Witten. Um, had his stint in the broadcast booth, came back because he didn't like it, and then retired and doesn't have his stint in the broadcast booth no more. The Mannings took that opportunity yeah. from him. Um, Jason Witten actually led that category with 903. Wow. Herman Moore was in second with 834. Megatron in third with 769. That means Michael Irvin in fourth with, with 722. Wow. So very surprising. And just to let you guys know, lose a big part of the show. So I put a question aside for him. I just want to let all you since the Sandbox fans know that the single game touchdown record on Thanksgiving is held by the Sheriff, Peyton Manning, with six touchdowns as part of that 04 Colts team. Oh, so I hope Tony Sanat's listening to this episode. Satch, I love that. Lou, wow. Davis Ross, the only Davis three Colton fans I know. Yeah, legit. But we're going to get in to our Thanksgiving previews. We have three games going on. First game is Bears versus the Lions. Uh-huh. Can the Lions get their first win on Thanksgiving with a backup quarterback? It's funny because that was actually one of my questions, is can the Lions get their first win on Thanksgiving? I'm going to say no. I had the Bears winning the game. I think it'll be a close game. I mean, all the Lions games are close games. <laughs> I mean, it's tough because at one at one point, it's like the Lions are so used to playing on Thanksgiving because they play literally every Thanksgiving. But at the same time, I think the Bears just have better talent. And with Andy Dalton coming back, I'm assuming he'll start next week. He came back this week, lit it up in that second half, looked good. So, I mean, I got to give the edge to the Bears, but I definitely don't think it'll be a blowout on either end. It's definitely going to be probably the closest game of the, of the of the day. It might be. It really might be. might not be a pretty game, but it'll probably <laughs> be the closest game. But what I will say is the Bears actually have a strong history of playing on Thanksgiving Day as well. I think they are they have the fourth most games played on Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah. And actually, the Bears versus the Lions is, is a little bit of a rivalry. Yeah. Obviously, well, Chicago, inside, Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Midwest, Mid-Northwest. Whatever you want to call it. Yep. And we have two more games. We have the Raiders versus the Cowboys, and we have the Bills, your Bills, versus the Saints. And I'm Uh sure you're dying to talk about the Bills. Uh But, Kev, I just want you to keep in mind that throughout this preview for the Thanksgiving games, we also need to make a turkey-like prediction. Okay. And I'm going to make my turkey-like prediction in this first game for the Bears and the Lions. And I'm giving my turkey leg to one of the offensive studs for the Bears. And I think one of these two guys will carry the Bears to a victory. We saw what the lineup looked like with Andy Dalton getting back in. Mooney kind of found out the the role he was supposed to be playing. We know Fields was a little bit banged up. But I just really think that Fields' struggles come down to Nagy not really knowing how to use him necessarily. So I think I'm giving my turkey like to Andy Dalton and David Montgomery because if these two do not show up, then that probably means that Detroit's getting their first one of the season. Yep. So are we doing a turkey like for each game? No. Just, we're not. So just, just so just I can a, save. Okay, because I was going to say I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, you could save cool. it. 
Um, I think we- everyone knows who's getting the touchdown. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. do we even gonna ask that? <laughs> the man that lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars and then lost to the Bills by uh, the Colts by thirty is gonna get Kev's turkey leg. But four o'clock game, Raiders versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Which Raiders team are we gonna see, Kev? Because depending on which Raiders team we see, could determine this game. Yeah, I mean that's a great question. I definitely think they'll come to play. I think you know if, if you guys watched Derek Carr's post game interview. He's pissed. You know, he's pissed at himself. He's pissed at the team. But I definitely I definitely saw a side of Derek Carr in that interview that kind of showed me some hope. I mean, he took full responsibility, said he's just got to play better. Didn't really, you know, bash his team at all in the media, which, um, you know, for a losing quarterback can often be the case. But he took full responsibility, and he said he's pissed, and they just got to play better. So I think they'll come out playing good. I do, I do still think the Cowboys – will win handedly. Same. Maybe, you know, at least seven plus, if not ten plus. Um Ooh. but that actually leads me into Is that one of my walk of the week. Nah, I don't I don't want to lock anything on the Thanksgiving games. <laughs> trying to trying to enjoy my Thanksgiving. <laughs> um but that actually leads me into one of the questions that we had for the Thanksgiving game. And it was as far as morale and momentum, is this game more crucial for the Cowboys or the Raiders? Because you think about it the Raiders still have playoff hopes, right? The division kind of slipped out of their fingers this week, but they're still trying to make that playoff push. On the flip side, Dallas kind of had it, you know, and now— Dallas with, sucked the past two Yeah, weeks. and with that loss yesterday, and now if they lose again on Thanksgiving, like that could really that could really be a, a, a very bad and, and big turn for them as far as the season. So I, as far as momentum and all that, who do you think the pressure's on for this game? Pressure, if you want if you want to talk about pressure, the pressure is definitely on the Cowboys. I mean, they have a lot less room to to kind of give up or, or, or sacrifice in, in that manner. And I still feel like the Raiders are playing with nothing to lose because realistically, they're the third or fourth best team in their division, regardless of how many wins like that they have right stuff, now. Yeah. The Cowboys, listen, this, this is a, a, a team that people are talking about the Super Bowl, yeah. talking about the best in the NFL, mm-hmm. talking about how great that defense is. That defense hasn't showed up in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And if that offense isn't showing up, that's exactly what, what it comes down to. And if you want me to be honest, I'm going to I'm gonna come out and say it right now. The Cowboys are never going to win with Mike McCarthy. I don't think he's doing a good job as their coach. I don't think he's using the players to the best of their ability. I think we're going to see a lot of the same with the Cowboys. And yeah, I guess that's really contradicting to say when they probably have the best record that they've started off with in the past probably three or four seasons over the course of 10 or 11 games, but not sold. Not buying the fool's gold. The Dallas Cowboys that played the first six games of last season were better than this Cowboys team, regardless of what record says, and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. I do think that the Cowboys should win handedly. If they don't, then that's a significant, significantly concerning development in the NFL. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I think the pressure's on Dallas as well. I, I do think there is still some pressure on the Raiders, but like you said, I feel like especially with the whole rugs and everything happening and everything, feel like people kind of put in perspective what the Raiders were going to be going forward. Yeah. So I don't think people, I don't think the expectations, like you said, are as high for the Raiders. But they're definitely, I feel like from an organizational standpoint, there definitely is some pressure for them because they are still trying to make that playoff push. But like you said, the Cowboys are, a, you know, team people are considering a contender. So if they lose this game after losing this week and 
not playing well the past few weeks, it definitely, like you said, is a cause for concern. Definitely. So, Kev, we're going to get into our last game, your game, <laughs> the Bills versus the Saints. <laughs> and I'm assuming by this time, with, with this game going to be on, we'll all be back in the field at this point, mm-hmm. probably closer to 8.30 or so. Yep. Uh, Kev will be enjoying Thanksgiving dinner with his family in East Boston. I'll be with my family um, at my uncle's house. And I'll be watching the majority of these games there. Kev will watch the majority of games at his family's. But we'll all get back rekindled so we can shit on Kevin and his Bills <laughs> as as we should. But, Kev, will the Bills bounce back and get right versus this, I don't want to say mediocre Saints team, but that's kind of the way it's looking since Simeon's been mm-hmm. in. So I'll start off with my question, then I'll start off with the answer to my own question as well as the answer to your question. My question was, will we see the Bills? And I said, we all know and love as a joke because I know everyone hates <laughs> on me for loving the Bills. But from a Bills Mafia standpoint... Will we see the Bills we all know and love? I think we will. I think, you know, they've dropped two of the last three games, obviously Jacksonville, um, and then yesterday to the Colts, which was an embarrassing loss at home. Oh, no, it wasn't at home. It was in Indy, but still embarrassing. It wasn't at home. Oh, no, it wasn't Buffalo, right? It wasn't wasn't bugging. I thought so because it was all raining and stuff. But I do think the Bills will come to play. I think we're going to see what we saw all season, right? They played good for a few games, played bad for a few games. Think this is going to be the trend back up again? So I do think the I I do think the Bills are an absolute lock this game, but again that all depends on on what Bills team we see. And I just think I think they're going to come for blood. I mean Josh Allen looked like a JV quarterback yesterday. <laughs> Diggs still had a game, but still you know he had he had two touchdowns. So fantasy wise he had a game. But still, statistically, didn't have a great game. So I think hey, that duo is going to be locked in, obviously. Dawson Knox is finally getting back in the swing of things after the injury and everything. So I think they're going to I think they're gonna rate the ship this week. Not saying that they won't come come back and lose to the freaking... What, the Pats? The, the Southie Knights the next week. But <laughs> I, was just I gonna... think for this week, I, I think the Bills are a lock this week. I have a good feeling. I'm happy you brought up the Southie Knights because I was just going to say our guy Taylor Thompson is going to have a, a, quite the performance tomorrow night. I hope Fenway. so. I hope so, Taylor. And then when you do, you better get your... Your basketball hat on, brother, because we need you. <laughs> Kevin and I will be attending Fenway Park to actually see the Eastie-Southie rivalry, the longest rivalry in high school sports. In America. In America. Going down. It's sad it's not happening on Thanksgiving, but I the wouldn't longest, be going on Thanksgiving. The longest high school football rivalry at the oldest professional baseball field in America. Can't write this stuff. <laughs> not, cannot write can. this stuff. And I'm sure Eastie will win by 30-plus. Because we would expect... Hear that pause? You hear that pause? 30 plus. (laughs) So, Kev, you need to share your turkey leg prediction. Yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to get the turkey leg. You might throw some buffalo sauce on it, too. (laughs) Just just for shits and gigs. Do you know Josh Allen actually already received a turkey leg? Did he? He Well, there you go. Two years ago. He's going to get another one. Maybe Matt Breida gets it. Who knows? Is is that who you kind of want to develop out of that backfield? Yeah. I like Matt Breida a lot. I mean... Pretzel compared to what we have, yeah. I mean, compared to what we have, I, I like Zach Moss, but <laughs> is Zach Moss a freaking Super Bowl starting running back? Absolutely not. Not that Matt Breeder is either, but like yeah. at least Matt Breeder's been around that type of environment, being in San Fran and all that. So yeah. it's like, and listen, Matt Breeder goes down as one of the fastest once that ball's in his. That's hands. what I'm saying, bro. He's, he's t- been good in the red zone. Like, listen, feed Breeder, man. We just want touchdowns. We don't <laughs> care who's scoring them. All right. Now, lastly, since we're talking about Thanksgiving. We all have plenty that we're thankful for. But 
we all need to share since we all eat so much on Thanksgiving what our favorite food is. Mm-hmm. So, Kev, would you share what your favorite food is? Or are we getting your favorite food on, on Friendsgiving? So, so guys, unfortunately, I'm not bringing my favorite food on Thanksgiving. Uh, actually, I might. On Friendsgiving? Yeah, mm-hmm. on Friendsgiving. Why don't actually, you tell everybody a little bit about Friendsgiving? I mean, we all know what Friendsgiving is. So this year we're having the first annual Wakefield Friendsgiving. Um, <laughs> doing it potluck style. So everyone's bringing, you know, a little something to contribute to the dinner. Got some, got some. Uh, oh, I don't want to say Alfredo. Matt's stomach might turn. Listen to this. <laughs> um, but we got some some chicken broccoli ziti from the Irano family. Got some. Uh, a couple two tree easy got some, pies. Got some anise cookies from the Lockhead family. Shout out to Lockheads. Couple uh, Shepherd's Mayflower easy pies. Uh, I'm bringing, so I'm bringing roasted potatoes and carrots, making the, the greens. Surprisingly, I'm making like all the healthy stuff. I don't know how this happened. I mean, she I volunteered to make it, but I volunteered to make it. I don't know why, but for some reason, you know, it's like, you know, when they say like, you're better at like selling something when you don't use it. Like that's me. Like I'm, I'm, I make the best vegetables around, but I just don't eat them. Like it doesn't make sense. But yeah, I'm bringing those, got some greens coming. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> but my favorite my favorite Thanksgiving uh, meal dish side whatever it's gotta be stuffing. No raisins either. You put raisins in the <laughs> stuffing. Don't even don't even talk to me. My mother used to do that all the time until I talked her out of it. Didn't even didn't even say a word to her on Thanksgiving when oh, she put man. the raisins in there. All right, I gotta say my favorite food on Thanksgiving. Shout out Auntie Lena. Listen, Auntie Lena do, does a lot of adaptation around around family dinner. When when my when my words speak, so mm-hmm. I, I guess my my word carries some volume in my family. I'm sure Auntie Linda would would agree with Auntie Lena, but Auntie Lena's cornbread. There's nothing like it. And Kev, I usually share food with you, but I'm not sharing oh, anything. I don't like cornbread, so don't no hate <laughs> you. Although I'm sure Auntie Lena probably does make the best one around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so guys, we hope you all have a safe, healthy, happy, blessed Thanksgiving. We all don't really get the time on a daily basis to sit down and just be grateful, be thankful, and not do anything. That's more of a blessing than, than all of us really realize. So appreciate the people you sit next to. Appreciate the people that care about you. Because you ain't never going to be happy until you love yours. If I could shout out and quote J. Cole. Preach. And, and what you got is, is what you get. And you just got to be appreciative for it. Since the Sandbox fans, we're very appreciative of you. We'll be talking to you guys after the holiday. See you soon. Five stars. Peace out.